I don't really know if this would be his choice if it weren't for the coronavirus crisis. So there is also, I think, this underlying thread when once this is over, he will be gone again. None of the couples you are about to hear are ongoing clients of Esther Perel. For the purposes of maintaining their confidentiality, names and some identifiable characteristics have been removed. But their voices and their stories are real. This episode of Where Should We Begin is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Get your quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hi, I'm Johanna Ferreira, Content Director of Pop Sugar Juntos. Juntos is all about celebrating Latinx culture, pride, our many intersectional identities, and joy. Thanks to support from Prime, there's so much to get into over at Juntos this month. From conversations with the Latinx minds behind our favorite new movies and resurrected TV shows, to thoughtful celebrity commentary, and exclusive interviews with some of the biggest Latin music artists today. And it doesn't stop there. Get more of the music, movies, and shopping you love on Prime. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more of whatever you're into from streaming to shopping and get all of our latest coverage at PopSugar.com slash Juntos. Con amor, Johanna. Seventeen years ago, they met in Germany and it probably would have been just an adventure. Our story was very crazy and messy at the beginning. I was pregnant after we, after our third date. We basically met in February, and we were pregnant in July. And that was the beginning of everything. She moved to Italy. They've lived together in the Tuscan Hills. They've had quite a nice arrangement, an equilibrium between the two of them. And this equilibrium got disrupted a year and a half ago when she accepted a big job in Germany. But I kept checking in with him. Are you fine with this? Are you coming? Are you still committed? And he said, yes, yes, yes. But he never came. And then I started to realize, wow, we are only fighting. What's going on? And it got worse. In the summer, he said, look, we've been through a lot and you will always be that special person for me. But I'm not sure if I still love you. I don't know. At a certain point, I felt that Something broke up, and they thought that our love was finished. When Italy became a red zone, she called him and asked him to come immediately. A few hours later, they are actually, for the first time, reunited as a family, the two of them and their daughter, in ways that probably would never have happened otherwise. Finally, I feel protected again, and I don't want to lose this. But what isn't sure if this is going to be the beginning of a new stage 
or just a temporary COVID-19 blip? It's not permanent. It's temporary. It will finish. And I don't know what's happening to us after this. I still don't understand why I'm here in Germany. I still captured by the dream that we already had. We are still a little bit pissed one against each other for for different reasons. Her reason probably is because I didn't follow as she expected and as a proper family father would have done. And I'm pissed because she basically left me there alone like, I don't know like what, but I, 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 I just stayed, I just remained there alone. So, and I guess we are still angry to each other about that. And so there is one part of me that thinks that she, uh, I mean, she did everything for the career, actually. That, that it's okay. I agree with that. I agreed when we decided to move to Germany for the career and everything. But at a certain point, I probably changed my mind and I didn't share with her that probably was more difficult than what I thought. This was before she moved. Okay. I realized that there was something that, was not in the right position even before she moved, but I never shared this feeling with her. So so tell me if I hear you accurately. Um, we are stuck. That is the one thing we both agree on. Mm-hmm. We are stuck because we are each resenting the other for having felt let down, for having felt that the other person in some way did not really uh, follow through. We are used to being pissed at each other rather than being able to acknowledge that we may have hurt each other and that uh, I hurt her by not telling her what was going on with me. I hurt her by not following up with her and I wish that she would realize how much she hurt me by the way that I felt alone in a home that was no longer a family home. And maybe if we were able to be less caught into the entitlement of the deprived and we were more able to focus on how much we hurt each other, we would actually be able to connect at least as a start. Does that capture it? Yes, that is correct. What would be the wish for you? For me, the difference is that I have apologized, even though I didn't do anything. I don't want your justification. See, you're going straight into a defense. I'm not. You're not on trial. (laughs) I'm just asking you, what would you like that would make this worthwhile? Yeah, I want to understand if he still cares. Because our love has been so big at the beginning. We had an amazing love story. And now I I don't feel any appreciation or any love from his side. So that would be my biggest wish to understand if he really still cares. If he really still wants this family and the commitment and responsibility and work that is connected to it. So the second part of the wish would be to have a a vision for our future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. So if I asked you, what's one of your dreams? When you talk about a shared vision, how do you imagine it? Oh, hmm. actually, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's the right uh, answer, but I have the feeling that we were living in a dream in Florence when we were in Florence. Actually, we bought this beautiful house on the hills of Florence. It was uh, the next, I don't know what's the next dream. I a big plan and it was already there. And actually, probably I'm not fast enough to change my vision of this dream because I still captured by the by the dream that we already had. We already reached one of our dream that was to buy a house, to live together in a certain situation. We had it and we screwed uh, screwed it up. How many years are you together? Seventeen. And how old is your child? Sixteen. Uh, because you know, we, we basically met in Munich 17 years ago in February, and we were pregnant in July. She moved to Italy as soon as she can, uh, as long as she changed her studying schedule. And that was the beginning of everything. I tried to give up to everything I was before just to focus on this new situation and the family and everything. I mean, we, we had a beautiful time together. It's, uh, I don't know, everything changed in 2019 with this moving again. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure that she says she see me like the one that will not do exactly what she did for our family like 20 years ago without understanding that maybe it's a different situation right now. That we already achieved so many things compared to those 20 years ago. You know, that mm-hmm. it's a different story to move uh, to, to, to change country and to move and to do a new life uh, I don't know but wait, let me first go back for a moment because um, you both say we had a very rich and luscious and long love story and many many good years so that means that there's a big well that you should be able to draw from mm-hmm. But when you argue, when you quibble, when you do your bickering, when you do your statistics of who has given up more and why yours is not the same as mine, you dry up the well. And both of you understand the difference between a conversation about the facts the cities, the countries, the jobs, the blah, blah, versus what each of you really is actually asking from the other. So when I listen to her dream, she says, I would like to feel that he still has that spark, that he still cares. And the way I hear it is because, and this is totally my imagination, so you have to tell me if, if this fits or not, is that in the name of the spark, she did amazing things for you and for the relationship. But she's not going to make those sacrifices because of your rational comparatives between cities and careers. But if she feels your love, your tenderness, your warmth, your kindness, your attention, 
your desire, the way that she has known it, she could consider huge changes as she has. Do you understand that? Yes. Tell me how you understand it. Because this woman is not going to be convinced by your rational analysis. And you know that. I I mean, uh, if you don't know that, then you don't know your woman. No, no, I know that. that. The the rational part was the summary of the story and the end of the relationship. I don't know. At a certain point, I felt that something broke up. Like, everything was a little bit uh, unknown, let's say. I would say something that we didn't experience before. At the beginning of last year, we started just to fight and to don't meet each other anymore. And I thought that our love was finished. But you know, love is not some external thing that just comes and goes or disappears. Love is a verb. It's a practice. It's something that you show, that you act upon. got to be two people that show the same. Yes, of course. Right? Of course, of course, both of you. I always have the feeling that she has some expectation from me that I should do one part to make everything work. I think part of him still thinks that our love is over and that's something that breaks my heart. And it's so unfair as well because, you know, for me it scares me when we are 40 years old, he's a little bit older, but then he says we had it all and we've arrived. I cannot believe that you arrive at the age of 40. I have so much more to give and so much more to explore. And I thought I can do it with you. And so for me, if I now for a career can blow it out of the water, then I expect you to support that. And then if there there will be your time again, like your time was back then, but we should be a team. Yes. But for me, this would mean to quit with my career. I'm not going to have the same job position in any any other... You know what's missing? Please. It's for you to just say, I'm scared. He cannot do that. Uh, I don't need support. (laughs) Don't do that. No, no, I'm I'm super scared. Actually, I'm fucking scared. I mean, the whole thing about me moving to Germany was that I was... Fucking scared. Actually. I understand that. Okay. I understand that. I'm still scared from what happened. I'm still shocked. Actually, I still don't understand why I'm here in Germany. You know, with these strange people around. It's, it's, it's. Do you understand the difference between talking about your career and talking about your fear? Absolutely. Okay. If you talk about your fear, she can relate to you. She can perhaps help you, she can certainly better understand you. If you start your sentence with yes, but, and my career, you are creating all the conditions for the well to dry and love to evaporate. It's been one year. And it won't go away because it went away. It's because of what you are doing. You're trampling on it. It's okay. I understand you're scared. I understand you have a job that means a lot to you. I don't know in what way yet, but I get the sense of it. I understand that you have a mother that you don't want to leave. 
I understand that you have never moved when you were younger, and so you feel that you are more settled in your ways now that you're in your mid-40s. And maybe she has been the flexible one from day one. But if you were able to speak from that place, I think it would make a big difference. It's okay to say, I'm really scared. I don't know how to begin to do this, and I let you down. I thought I could, but I can't, or I don't know how, or I'm not ready yet, or I don't know if I'll ever be, and I know that that's really not the way that I presented it. That's not a weakness. That's just a more vulnerable and honest way to begin the conversation in a loving way. Do you want to try and let her listen? Mm, okay. Um, I'm still quite scared about all these changes. I'm, I'm still thinking that I'm not able to make it in a different country. And I still thinking that it scared me to move in a, in a place that I don't definitely like. And all this for just for the family, because I don't find a personal motivation besides being with my family, that's enough, to live me here. And Can I ask you something? Please. The life that you have in Italy or the house that you bought or the job that you got, do they feel to you like you got something that you expected? Or does it feel to you like it was kind of a luck, a chance that you don't know if you could ever reproduce? Is, how much insecurity and how much lack of confidence is involved in the way that you're holding on to your life in Florence? I am scared that I could not make it again as nice as we did in Italy, absolutely. Their fights are kind of ridiculous because it becomes an argument between Germany and Italy when in fact it really brings him back to some of the early fears and insecurities that he had in the differences in status, in power that they brought together to their relationship. Explain. Yeah, I... You know, what did we have together was more than I could have expected in my life, okay? But not just about the house. It was the whole situation, you know, the, to live in a certain way, to live in the country with a certain space. I, I never thought in my life that I could ever afford something like this. Or, you know, if there was no together with her, I would have never do something so special, probably. And of course. Can you say that to her? Uh, with sense of defense, I never imagined that we could have been together. We've been great together. We, we've been. We've, we've been. Yes. 
Because right now we are stuck. Because we are still, but it's a completely different thing. I mean, after everything, it was there. If we are great together, we can be great anywhere. I'm going to suggest to you that it's an interesting thing because you have had the role of the one that lets him know things are possible. Yes. And you have been a source of inspiration and a source of daring and a source of aiming higher than where he thought he would live his life. But this is a moment where before you try to lift him up, I think it would be really important that he experiences from you a certain recognition towards his fear. So you're afraid that if you acknowledge his fear, you're going to not have him. Yes, that it becomes real. Right. But it's not the way that feelings work. They don't become more real because they are acknowledged. They actually often become softer. Mm. I I understand that you are scared. Um, I was too back then, but I think it, if you care... Okay, no, I have to acknowledge it. Thank you. Well done. Good move. I saw your <laughs> micro-expression there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you felt it. I felt it. Yes, but you're so quick, both of you, to want to um, slow it down. You know, it's not every day that he tells you. I never thought I would live the way we've lived, and I don't trust myself enough to know that I could recreate a different version of something like that. And therefore, I don't know how to let go of it. And he needs you, first and foremost, to, to just acknowledge that for what it is. Then we'll see what can be done and all of that. In the midst of the coronavirus crisis, when things become really bad in Italy, she tells him, come. And within a few hours, he's right there in Germany with her. And they realize, in fact, that he is able to work remote, that he is much more adaptive than he thought he was. And so in this sense, so far, so good. But at the same time, it also brings back, it triggers a lot of the feelings about her leaving a year and a half ago when she uprooted herself, took their 17-year-old daughter with her, most of the furniture, and left him in Italy, hoping that he would follow. And, and the confluence of these two moves is now creating so much friction between the two of them. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Shopify. Not all businesses are the same, and businesses need different things at different stages. Shopify is the global commerce platform flexible enough to help your business sell at every stage of growth. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify can help you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point-of-sale system, Shopify offers the flexibility to support your operations no matter where you're selling. Right now, it's easier to stress less and sell more with Shopify Magic, an AI-powered helper created to give you a little boost. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., along with millions of other businesses across 175 different countries. Try it for yourself and see why companies like Allbirds and Brooklinen have used the platform to power their growth. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash ester. Go to shopify.com slash ester now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash ester. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Masterclass. Your mind deserves as much care and attention as your work or your relationships. But many of us neglect to care for our intellectual well-being. Learning a new skill is a great way to nourish your mind, and Masterclass makes it easy to study with genius-level instructors from every industry. A Masterclass subscription unlocks an entire world of possibility with unlimited one-on-one classes that you can access at home or on the go. Masterclass offers more than 200 different courses taught by world-class instructors like Ron Howard and Lewis Hamilton. You'll also find a class that I taught about relational intelligence. My course combines a conceptual framework with practical skills to strengthen your relationships by focusing on communication, conflict resolution, and empathic listening. We all live in relationships, and so this is suited for all of us lifelong learners. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash begin. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash begin. Masterclass.com slash begin. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Progressive. Most of us are listening to the podcast and multitasking. You may be driving, shopping, exercising, taking a walk. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else that you can do right now, which is to get a quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy and you can save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who switch to Progressive save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers can qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Get a quote for your car insurance at Progressive.com to join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Let's think about when we decide for the house, because this just got to my mind right now, I need to say. Actually, I remember that you pick up the house because you said, this is the one that I like and I need to move here and I will be alone. So I decided for this house, no matter what, I'm not interested. And that's it. I don't remember it like that. I said it's the only one. Can you hold on just one moment? Hold on just one moment. Let me help you. Okay. Yes, but it, you will see that once you identify the patterns and once you agree together to dismantle the patterns, a whole new vista will arrive. So one way you begin to change the pattern is that you don't talk about the houses. You've talked about the houses, you've talked about the cities, you've talked about the countries, you're going to talk about your feelings. Yes. And my feeling was, okay, the, the right way to say that was... No, that's not a feeling. Okay. 
<laughs> because you're gonna start with a description of her. You know, I mean, and your feeling, if I understand what you're telling me. But my feeling was not being a part of this movie. Beautiful. Okay. So why don't you say it just like that? Yes. If you leave away all the extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was not involved with the decision that was crucial. It was the house. Mm -hmm. So I basically... Because when you didn't involve me, that made me feel what? Yeah, you didn't involve me. You, you, made, you didn't make me feel uh, a part of the whole plan. So when you make decisions to move or where to live and I'm not included, I feel shut out. And when I feel shut out, I probably feel something very similar to you when you ask me, do you still love me? Okay. So when I feel apart from the decision, I probably feel like you asking me if I still love you. So I'm completely, I feel a little bit out of the game. And so I can understand how do you feel right now? Because uh, if we compare the two situations, I have a clear idea on what's your feelings right now. About this being in love thing. Uh, I tend to be a little bit more to discuss a lot of the practical things because I'm a simple guy, so I'm not super open with my feeling as well. Uh, so probably didn't came up on the right moment, but yes, I tell you now that I I'm feeling still sometimes a little bit outside of some decision of some things. So probably it's just uh, what happened after one year and so on. Probably one year ago, the, the, the situation was different. But right here, right now, I'm, I'm still a little bit unsecure of being a part of, of the whole thing. You know? mm -hmm. That was very clear. Yeah, clearer than ever before. So I'm going to let you respond to him. And you can watch my face yeah. as a GPS. Oh, God. It's hard to respond to that because my impulse would be... Don't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> Take a moment and just look at him and... Don't let the impulse. I, he blocked his impulse right now, too. Okay. I understand that you felt left out. I really do. Because I, I know how I can be when I'm, I'm charging and, and moving into the direction that I have decided. Um, it's very, it's an execution mode. Go, go, go. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, I get it about the feeling left out. I really do. I really do. I'm just wondering what I can do to bring him back at this point because it feels like... You can continue to talk about how you know 
that you have at times shut him out. My sense is that when you are somewhat insecure, you charge in fourth gear. Because that way, if you go super fast, you don't have to feel the fears, the doubts, the hesitations. You just go full force. And when he feels insecure, he becomes obstinate. And I've never made that parallel because he maybe is not in my face with his feelings. I probably sometimes tend to forget them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm expecting him to understand my feelings and mirror them and give me, how can I say that? Give me love, right? And because he never claims it, I'm probably not the best one at doing it, at giving love. I mean, actually, um, thank you for what you said. Uh, Take that in for a moment. I, Yeah. Just take it in. You know, you're right, because you always expect the same uh, the same approach from the other person. So you probably would expect from me to share a little bit more of feeling like you do. And I'm expecting from you that you share a little bit more of love and passion with simple gesture, as I do, probably. I'm thinking to stupid example but you know you love to have flower in the house i'm figuring out how to buy a lot of flower at the time when we are getting rid of them and getting new one and so on but there are some moments where there is no exchange you don't know probably what i definitely like like for you the flower so you are not even able to give me What, what, what I need or what I like because I'm not so good in explaining to you. There is also this side. Mm -hmm. I know only one thing you like getting from me. Mm -hmm. That is? You know what that is. Yeah, sex, you mean. Because yeah. you see, sex like an exchange for everything but can be a tenderness, not necessarily a blowjob, but even a, how you say, a carezza or, you know, I realized in the last week, I see the difference that I'm feeling every now and then and just coming down in the kitchen where you work to check check out what you're doing, uh, just to see you, just to share one kiss, one tenderness or anything. You, you never came up in the whole week. You are the most busy between the two of us, I'm, I'm sure. But, you know, often when I come down, there is not that exchange that we could expect from from what we said right now. Like you said, I am very busy. And today I wanted to cook for you instead of doing something else. So I did that without even telling you. And these are the things that you don't appreciate. No, I appreciate, but would have been better if you would have made that call more. I would have cooked and then we were eating all together. You eat basically with your computer in front of your dish. So it was a little bit strange. Sometimes... Uh, I don't know, let's plan what makes us happy, maybe, because you, you did a great thing today to cook the lunch, but you didn't have lunch with us, basically, because you were between two holes. You had just five minutes to eat, and I prefer to eat anything with you besides you cooking to let us eat. You know what I mean? It would have been better if we would have shared those 15 minutes of the lunch. I also can't make it right. No, no, but there is there is nothing wrong. In Did you hear this as a criticism? Yes. Okay. But it's not. 
is not. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I would love to have lunch with you and I would prefer to cook instead of you. If you have to spend those 15 minutes cooking for us, it's better that you make one call in those 15 minutes while I'm cooking and then you dedicate the next 15 minutes just to eat together. I'm not criticizing anything. But I'm scared to ask you to cook again because I see all the things that you're doing right. Uh, what the fuck? I'm just cooking. But one second, one second, one second. <laughs> This moment was important. If you go so fast, you'll, you'll miss this. Because you want to know if he cares. And he just told you, I would rather eat with you whatever than not be with you, even if you cooked for me. He just gave it to you on a platter. But you only heard the piece about it would have been better if you hadn't cooked. You didn't hear that what he meant with that was because I would have wanted that time with you. I think that on some level, you know that you acted in a way that was hurtful to him. And you're scared that you're going to lose him because there's a part of you that thinks, I didn't act right. But then, when he actually does tell you how much he cares, you're so convinced now that he doesn't anymore that you don't even hear it. Your assumptions interpret And they become misconceptions. It's like you hear that which you want to hear, even if it's what you fear hearing, and that you're not hearing what he's actually telling you. And because he thinks of himself as, or you both think of him as the person who is not good at articulating feelings, he just articulated beautifully. And you've done it more than once, actually. You, you, you just said, I want to. I'd rather be with you than and cook. Um, and then you said, but you do so much already. That's nice. And then you both say to the other, I really appreciate what you do. I'm not so sure that love is gone, but I think that the lovers have become invisible to the love that is. That's wow. What did she just say? Oh, my God. That was the wow effect. Tell me more. You know, uh, sometimes uh, as a couple, and you would have tons of experience in this, pro but probably I think you get to one role. You, you, you stay in one role or you are one role to, to the other person. It's like we lost of the sight, because I don't want to say we universally lost, mm -hmm. but we probably lost of the sight that the changes that there were in our role in the last probably year mm -hmm. or two or three years. We are, we are not stuck. We are so deep connected or so deep into what was at the beginning that was so strong and so huge that we didn't realize the changes that there was. Tell me something. The way I'm imagining the beginning. Yeah. I, but, but I may be completely off, but Was this a situation in which you adored her? Perhaps I adore her mm -hmm. right now as well. Come on. Uh, was mm, was a different situation. You know, she was 
we were so young. Um, Before you continue, I want you to stop shaking your head. He said, I adore okay. you, and your head shakes no. Your head has no idea what he's actually feeling. Mm. But it is so on the defensive now. It is so prepared not to get. It is so convinced that it becomes like a confirmation bias. Yeah, definitely. Okay? And yeah. my guess is you love to be adored. He adored you. And he felt that he got this amazing woman that he never thought he could get, like he didn't think he would get the job in the fashion, like he didn't think he would get the house on the Florentine Hills, and that he was blessed more than he ever thought he would have, and on some level wonders if it was just some fluke and it could all vanish because it wasn't really a f the fruit of who he is, but more the luck of life. And when he's not there adoring you, you get very scared because in your idea, it's like you are so special that just your being there should be just plenty. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you're right. But that's how it is. And you always say it, let's be honest. It's the story of our life. But it worked I agree because with you were both, it, it, it worked as in it, it's the story fit for both of you. You know, for a person who loves to be adored came a person who was who felt so lucky to have someone to like you to adore. But I'm also very patient. You know that you are often grumpy and disorganized and I clean up the mess and you know that I'm playing my part in this. I'm not just here Absolutely. you to do things. I'm doing things, but probably it's showing the love where I lack. I compensate or with other things. You want to reassure her? Me? Yes. Yeah, she, she, she's right. I mean, she's, she's doing a lot of things. I'm a messy person, and absolutely. I mean, I also think that I don't do that much that she was saying before. To be honest, uh, she didn't want me to hook the lamp because I'm doing that much right now. It's not true compared to what she does, for example. So I don't know. It doesn't stay in my... I don't know. I don't see that is for real, this thing. I think there must be something different. And I was thinking before that it's probably when we stop this perfect balance between us of being the, the adore one and the, the one that adores because there was, you know, a breaking in the equilibrium of the daily life because she, she, she moved to a different country. So at that point, everything came up like there was no balance anymore and we were not strong let's say enough to realize it in the moment and we start to uh, be far from each other instead mm -hmm. of trying to understand each other that is the you silver know. lining of covid19 is that it has forced you to be under one roof in a way that you probably otherwise wouldn't have done because you would have been fighting about it yes yes yeah it is giving you the The, the context, the structure to actually re-examine your relationship and put it back on track. But I, I don't know if he can. And just to add to what he said before, then he stopped adoring me and I stopped being adored. Exactly. And I went into a huge panic is what you said. So you finally said that you realized how I felt 
And then you even said something that I thought could have never happened before, that you are not sure anymore if you love me. But that was correct in the moment where I say. Yeah, and it was terrible. It was terrible, but uh, what did you do at that point? You came back and told me how much you love me. Yeah. But also there, I, I was shocked of this move from you. And you simply expected that I was starting from zero to adore you again. That was the expectation in September when this everything happened. I was still shocked. I was still it was still unclear for me. Mm -hmm. And also this, you know, she expected something that I was not able to give her in the exact moment where she was needed. What's important here is that by retelling their story through this lens of one person being adored and one person being given possibilities for life that they didn't know were possible, they understand where they lost track and where their relationship began to dysregulate. And now they're living under one roof, mandated by COVID-19 quarantine. And in fact, they're able to reset. They're able to explore a different equilibrium between the two of them. And ironically, if there hadn't been this crisis, they probably would still be fighting over the cities. But right now, the crisis forced them together and it's giving them a unique opportunity. So you feel very taken care of by him in this moment? Yes. And why is that a bad thing to say? Because it's not, it's not permanent. So what? So what? You can, it's totally okay to say, I have taken care of many people and many things, and I often do, and there is something really nice for me in having you take care of me, feed me. Yeah. It just allows me just to not have to always be on. And I'm enjoying it and thank you. Say it in your own words. So I called you when this crisis started and you came. And I appreciate that. And I, I, I acknowledge that, I recognize that. It's not easy. You left everything behind and are managing your life from here to take care of us. Yep. Hold, on, hold on, let her continue. She has more to say. Finally, I feel protected again and I don't want to lose this. So I feel like we are very, very different, but we've always contributed very different things for this family and that's why we achieved so much. I care a lot of you. I care a lot of you. It's not that I'm not, if I'm not there, I care less about you. It will be easier maybe to spend here as much time as I can, as I promise during these last months. Because probably we will find a new balance between between you, what you need, and between what I do need, actually. What do you need? 
I don't know what. Uh, actually, I know what do I need. I will need more. Mm, I will need to feel a little bit more loved for what I am and not for what you expect me to be. I would love to make love with you again, of course. I would love to cuddle with you. I would love these practical kind of things that is not for the practical kind of things, but for the shown of the feelings that there is behind this small gesture, you know? Uh, if I, I, That's what I would need right now. Even if it's a little bit poor as a request, but actually everything has taken a path where I feel more, let's achieve, achieve something instead of let's leave something together. It's more, we are already thinking to the next step. You know, we are thinking to move from, for your next work, maybe to a different country because Germany sucks and so on. Uh, that's mm, that's not mine, probably. You know. Uh, Do you feel this even stronger now? Yeah, I, I'm. I maybe. I honestly, I always had uh, a big idea of myself. Instead, honestly, I have maybe to admit that I'm a small person from a small country, from a small city, and I like that side of my life. I don't know if it's mine to jump from one place to another. I'd love to do it. It's big, it's great, it's cool. But actually, I'm not happy in all this. It's strange. I don't know how to express, but I, let's make, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it, do it, do it. Let's stay here. Don't do anything. Just don't fucking do anything. Just leave what we are leaving. It's, that's more my feeling it's good always also to spend few afternoon at home doing nothing instead of find any activities to do together because it's good for the couple so we find some it's hard for me let's relax a little bit it's true that this is my approach yes i would drop anything for a nice long conversation with you without your cell phone now we're getting in the nitty-gritty again of the everyday fighting but seriously i love to spend time with you just at home, uh, talking, cuddling. And I, I have the impression that now, because of this confirmation bias, we are also really over-interpreting things. Me, on my part, for sure, when you are not totally, um, when your eyes don't start shining or sparking, when you see me, I immediately feel not seen and not appreciated. That's true. But I also have the impression, you, you paint the pictures if you, wouldn't make love anymore or hug each other anymore. But if it doesn't happen one evening, then you immediately think, oh my God, she doesn't love me anymore. She doesn't show me love. So you are also over-interpreting. I, I don't mean to make love every single evening. I mean to exchange those... Okay, I would love to make love every single evening. I admit it. But let's, let's get over it. I'm 45. I will not even make it every single evening, probably. You would. Not anymore. I don't know. It's not, it's, it's not important. But it, it's not about making love. It's about showing the passion, the love, the things. The shorter route to saying what you just said would be to say to him, the way we just spoke now... This entire time we've been here together and we've paid 
close attention to each other. I really enjoy that. Yes, absolutely. If you say that, you get you have a better chance to do it again than if you say, usually you're on your phone. Because then you each are going to tell the other how you are present and they are not. And then you write back. And now you're going to have to, together, every time you slip on the banana peel and you fall right into the pattern and you do your competition for who is hurting more or is more lonely or is less more neglected by the other, you're going to have to kind of have a buzzer that says, you know, yeah. and it's like an alert to both of you that the pattern is taking over. The pattern takes both of you over and it saps you of your love, creativity, ability to express yourself as beautifully as you were able to do here. This awareness to, to how quick you, f you sink into that quicksand is what you're going to put your energy first. And then you're going to notice your butts. The butts, you will know that the moment you've said but, all you will hear is the second part. So you can just as well forget the first part, no matter how nice it was. And then the third thing is you're going to talk about what is and not what is not. Behind every criticism, there is a wish. So say what you want. Don't say what the other person does wrong. And this distinction that you brought up between achieving and being is a beautiful distinction. If she didn't achieve as much, you wouldn't be able to be what you want to be. But if you only achieved as much and he wasn't there to remind you that the, uh, sometimes a farniente is a good moment, then you would be constantly, you'd become a, a very well-oiled German factory. Yeah. I mean, this is almost like a cultural divide between the two of you. Also, okay. of course. And then you would go to Italy for vacation. But you would buy a German car. <laughs> you know, it's like, so you need each other. You need her vision and her ambition because it takes you to places that you would not have been at and that you wanted. And you need his ability to stop you and to say, sit down, let's just not do anything. Because... It gives you balance. You balance each other. At its best, those two stances in the world need each other. They complement each other. But if you're going to use them to fight and to try to have one of them be the winner over the other, you'll be miserable. And then when you say, you know, you're being here with me in this COVID-19 quarantine that we are in, I feel taken care of by you and it gives me the strength to go out in the world and to do the things that I need to do. It's not just that she says, I love you for what you do. What she's saying is, I love you for what you mean to me and what you allow me to be. Many of us at this moment, living under lockdown, we'll experience a kind of re-evaluation of our priorities. There is something about impending losses, disaster, and the grief that accompanies all of this that brings us quite to the essence. And some of us say life is short, 
therefore there's still so much I want to do. And some of us say, life is short, therefore I should appreciate what I have. And there is no right and wrong here. Neither of us knows which stance is the better way to be in the world. The art is to make room for the different responses that we all have with things that are impossible for us to make sense of. Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel is produced by Magnificent Noise for Gimlet and Esther Perel Productions. Starting this month, Esther wants to speak to you on Facebook and YouTube as part of a series of conversations about the new normal, what it means for our relationships, and how we can move forward in a time of social distancing, uncertainty, and grief. To RSVP for the series, and for more information, go to estherperel.com backslash lockdown. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Masterclass. Masterclass offers classes from over 180 world-class instructors. Frank Gehry can teach you about his unconventional approach to design and architecture. Margaret Atwood can help you develop your eye for story. Or you can take my own course. My class is about relational intelligence, how you connect with others, how you improve your communication skills, develop more empathy, build better boundaries, and find clearer resolution for conflict. Right now, you will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash begin. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash begin. Masterclass.com slash begin. This episode of Where Should We Begin is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Get your quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.